Mic check, one, two. Tom, use your word. Hey, you. That's original for It's quite a ubiquitous topic as well. There's no build-up there. Yeah, there's no wait for it. It there. just is. It I don't was a like very it sneaks up on it was me. appropriately used. Today on the Original Freedom Podcast, we're going to talk about the ubiquitous topic of leadership. Yeah? Yeah. Sure. I think that's good enough open as any. <laughs> Welcome to the Original Freedom Podcast. Good to have you along today. And uh, Tom and Nate and myself are back on location in Raleigh, North Carolina. Lovely, cool day. And... Um, beating around what we're going to talk about today we came up with a topic that we feel certain we got a lot of experience in uh, both in the private sector the military world the NFL from locker rooms to talks to team rooms to executive boardrooms um, what is it that we have experienced uh, personally and or being out and about learning from others um, on what's worked what doesn't work what's important to some is it important to others and I would I would also say understanding the job market and the times that we're in, um, it is the time where employees care about what leaders think, uh, mm-hmm. what companies stand for, and really the bigger picture. Um, it's not a world where you get to just tell people what to do anymore. You, the, the workforce has massive amounts of opportunity and choice. So garnering followership, building loyalty mm-hmm. is the name of the game as it relates to uh, keeping your human capital, right? Dan Walker taught us that, you know, that word. Of, it's like human capital. This is a game of human capital, and leadership is the key uh, to all things related to human capital. And that said, uh, topics leadership, and let's kick it off, Tommy. Just if we were to say, hey, if we're going to have a talk about leadership, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you? The first thing that comes to mind for me is when I was first in the military, approached with the question of what a leader is. And I was, uh, I didn't think about this until right, until you just asked me. Right on. But um, it was, uh, I was a corporal. Yeah. That's right. Meanest some bitch mean in corporal the army. In the 80, 80 twice. 80 twice. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> my platoon sergeant was a Vietnam veteran, and he said, uh, I'd finished PLDC, right? You know, been in ranger school, PLDC. I'm a leader. And uh, and he's like, okay, hey, what's uh, you know, what's the you know, as a leader, as a non-commissioned officer, what is it? And I was like, I'd been a PLDC man, like I know mission, health and welfare of the troops, you know. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what? What <laughs> Good is, answer. What does that mean? It's like obviously the mission is the mission, right? That's that's the priority. That's the number one. It's like what's health and welfare of the troops? And I'm like, hmm, beans, bullets. Um, you know, I know how many kids they have. I got it filled out on my team leader pocket, you know, me in my little three by five card that has all their personal information. And he's like, uh, yeah, no dickhead. And, um, <laughs> and that's what he said, uh, you know, that's, and uh, I was like, okay. And it says, no, it means that you provide and give them the ability to survive and thrive in combat. Big difference than beans and bullets and so from that moment on that was like my initial change into like whoa like this is a this is a freaking big deal like everybody that's in that's below me like that's what i'm responsible for yeah 
And so that was my initial, when it came to real leadership, not all the stuff that I thought that it was and everything, you know, and especially in the context of the military, especially at that time, you know, I mean, that was my entry into, hey, what a real leader in the military provides, you know, and um, that was that was my initial thing that came to mind to answer your question. But that's what stuck with you as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Forever. I mean, <laughs> for, like to date, like right now. You know? Right. So now combat has so, changed, you know, I mean, not in the military yeah. and everything. And, um, you know, nor were we uh, always in combat, especially. I mean, that was 92. You yeah. know, I mean, when that conversation happened. It was, uh, you know, and then after 9-11, all the combat, you know, I mean, it really applied, obviously. And uh, but then getting out principally is the exact same thing. You know, how do the people below me survive and not just survive? Right. Because that's well, that was a key word. That was a key word. And whenever it comes to, you know, actual uh, physical combat. So obviously not in that context anymore. Uh, but to survive the market space, survive, you know, I mean, the trials and tribulations that come, you know what I mean, within companies and that kind of stuff. But to thrive in um, in environments that aren't conducive to thriving, uh, I mean, in a tough market, a startup, you know, operation, that kind of stuff, but you still can't lose your values. Running a rehab, running, running a chemical dependency you know, facility. Ward, every, right? every, it, you know, like principally, it always surprises. Tough place you know? to thrive. Yeah. And I mean, and it's just... Again, what we get from, I learned it in the military. I know they teach it outside of the military also, but um, such a strong context, you know, the simple thing of leaders eat last, you know, I mean, those little things like every, you know, I mean, everybody below me comes first. Like my job as a leader is to take care of those below me and ensure that they're doing their job um, and what they're supposed to be doing. And, but my fight's not with them. My fight is always higher. You know, I fight up, take care of down, you know, and um, so. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of good basic foundational stuff just kind of fell out there. It's interesting that it was a civilian that wrote a book called Leaders Eat Last because he heard about that theory. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's mindset as well. So it's just a simple mindset mm. of, and it was like all Pure these mindset. simple things. Um, but it also, to me, brings a, a stark contrast in what's available out here in the private sector. When, whenever Tom said he went to PLDC, that's Primary Leadership and Development Course. You know, the military invests, that's 30 days of pure investment in leadership and how to be, and, a, and how to be a leader. How at, to a, counsel, at, at the base level. At the base level, right? And then they go on to invest um, BNOC two months, ANOC for us six months, advanced non-commissioned officer course, Star Majors Academy a year, right? So mm-hmm. there's massive amounts of investments on teaching people how to lead humans. Yep. And conversely, over the last 10 years, going on 10 years that I've been in the private sector and you yourself as well, it's like the amount of time invested out here is not the same No. in teaching people how to lead. Right. Um, and the cost associated with it is a reason and the time associated with it, you know. And so it's that's one thing I've seen where there's moments in time where I'm like, why is this such like profound this is simple this is day one week one pldc yeah yeah yet they haven't it's not taught it. it's not taught yeah, i mean right? we didn't come up with it no we were exactly it. it's nothing new um it's all yeah we like just like you did the, the beauty of the story you told was that you went and got the foundational principles of leadership education, ed- education right the mm-hmm. book the head knowledge mm-hmm. and then you had an old salty warrior look at you and yeah. say that through wisdom 
this is what all that means. And right. he simplified it for you, right? Yeah. That's anyone who's a master of anything is someone who can simplify. It's like, yeah, you can say all that, but this is what we're here to do. And then the next step is implementation. Like I had the education, I had the mentorship, you know what I mean? That helped me, like you said, you know, what that education really meant. And then it was now up to me to implement that uh, again, yeah. under guidance, which is another thing that we found, you know, lacking, you know, in outside of the military, like number one, they don't educate folks as well as that piece of it. But then also there's not really that hardcore mentorship. Um, but, and it's not like all that was perfect in the military. We had shit leaders, you know, at times, at times. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so I mean, but, it's like uh, you do out here, you at know, times. but you had no, in the military, you didn't have the option of like, okay, I'm out, you know, I'm leaving this guy sucks. I'm out, you know, so you had to suffer for not suffer. You had to, well, yeah, you had to suffer that for two years. You didn't have choice. You didn't have a choice, but then it's like, Hey, not, but you couldn't, we didn't never stay in suffering. So it was like, okay, how do I change my mindset? It's like, okay, I'm just focused on my piece of the pie. This guy sucks. That means I have to be an even better leader. Well, I didn't even know what that meant. So it was trial and error. And then like, you know, all that stuff. How do I go from being a peer to now a leader? You know what I mean? And then moving up the ranks is like, okay, I'm a low level leader. Now I'm a mid level leader. Now I'm a high level. I mean, all of those are different. Right. And each, in each phase, each step up, um, there comes a new challenge and you and I having both done this in the military, in the private sector, it doesn't matter. Every time mm -hmm. you are responsible for the outcome of the overall mission, whether it be in a startup, yeah. it doesn't matter. You have humans that you're responsible for. It, it just changes everything. And the mindset that you bring to each leadership opportunity uh, and it is an opportunity, right? Because leaders have great influence. Um, you don't, uh, that's what I tell people that we work with. It's like, hey, you don't get a, a pass on how what you do affects everyone else. Like, mm -hmm. well, they, I've had people say, well, I didn't want, you know, I didn't mean to be this. It's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because um, it, it's back Second, to energy 101, conservation of energy. Um, it can't be destroyed, nor can it be made. It is conserved. So leaders conserve their energy into those they lead period. Mm -hmm. Um, and so like the level of responsibility that comes with that and that changes. So if, you know, if I, you go from running a 20 person shop to boom, moving up to the executive level, now you're responsible for 300, <clears throat> the beliefs that you have around leadership and the importance of relationships, the importance of potentially behavioral changes or conversations you have to have the way you look at friendships that you now are leading. Like it's super complex Yeah. and private sector out way more complex because these are people that live together, hang out, party together, and then move from that into bang, I'm in charge of you, mm -hmm. right? So the mindset and the mindset of what set of what a set of beliefs that you have around why you're doing what you're doing and how you're doing it have to change if you want to be successful, right? right? Because what got this classic, what got you here won't get you there. That's yeah. true. So when you find yourself somewhere new and if you're using the same old tools, well, then that's the problem. Mm -hmm. You know, I, if we could, I'd like to dive into, um, for as much consulting as we've done and teaching as we've done, the question always come, comes up around, hey, what's the most important characteristic or trait of a leader? Mm -hmm. And I, th I think I'd like to ask 
you what yours is and then I'll share mine and then talk about why it's important to understand that there's no right or wrong answer yet the way that you think about this will impact you. Yeah. So what's the most important characteristic or trait of a leader for you? Knowing that we have to have a lot. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole bunch in there, but it's the single one for me is the, uh, is that they, I know that the leader uh, above me, which then makes me my important thing is that they care. Um, you know what I mean? That, uh, Hey, shit hits the fan. They've got my back. You know what I mean? That, Hey, they care about me and my family and know, um, my needs, um, you know, but, but at the end of the day, I know that they care about me personally. I mean, that's, I mean, at the, at, at my direct leader, maybe one above that, you know what I mean? Obviously the, you know, higher than that, I mean, they can't know 300 people's names, sure. but my direct reports, you know what I mean? And yeah. the, the outside of the military world would be is like, Hey, I know that no matter what, you know, the, this person cares about me. That's the number one trait. Uh, for me and therefore that's what I looked above because that's my perception and my definition of leadership which only applies to me <laughs> yep. a, but then in turn like that's the kind of leader that I am to those below or attempt to be right on so caring would be uh would be that one for me what about you for me um and because I asked so many of this people this question they always turn around on me as they should and you know for me I, I'd written about it I'd thought about it and looked back through leaders that <clears throat> taught me the most through demonstration uh, and for me it's decisiveness um, and the reason why is that to me that that's what as a leader that's what I'm judged on that's what all leaders ends to end up being judged on and decisions uh, create action and those actions create consequences and then those consequences is what I'm judged on the outcome and if the outcome is good um, then the the uh, credit goes to the team and if the outcome is bad because I'm responsible and I'm a person of integrity then I'm accountable for the failure mm -hmm. but it always and it always starts just from a decision and because of my experience to me the most suffering occurs on teams due to leaders that aren't decisive. Uh, and that's timely and mission focused that's yeah. implied. But for me, decisiveness come, you know, is a big deal. And because of that, like you, um, pretty sure Nate can attest to stuff's going on. Like I want him to be decisive mm -hmm. and I have to stay aware of that. Just like maybe you do because yeah. of, um, what's the right word? preference yeah right it's a leadership it's preference. preference it's a preference um and that i i enjoy when people are decisive with me because that's how i like to be conversely nate takes more time to think than yeah. i do which is a good thing that i've had to learn to appreciate yeah um and and then lastly i would say what this has helped me even us working back together more um is the right team uh especially executive level leadership teams because or anywhere there there's a lot of leaders has leaders with different strengths mm -hmm. right because Nate in those moments now that I've learned through our open conversation and dialogue it's like okay he's just thinking because to me indecisive yeah, you interpret it as my, indecisive. yeah, yeah like, so, no, so yeah he's strategizing what, that's <laughs> right he's making his decision making process is different than mine yeah um and it's like okay because to me it's indicative of you don't know what the fuck you're doing right 
which then gets me on the muscle at times. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's not that he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just thinking. Yeah. And so, um, you know, not part of this, com- you know, it is actually because as leaders, you know, you have to stay focused. I always, I don't ask people what their greatest strength is, uh, weakness is, I ask them what their greatest strength is. Because mm-hmm. that kept unchecked. And I think we align on this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The, you know. My greatest strength kept unchecked will turn into a weakness. Mm-hmm. Whereas I will become over decisive. Right. Right. Um, you make, I'm not sure, but I, people that are caring at times can care too much yes. so to speak and be blinded by the care. So, um, all these things can turn into the opposite as well. And this is also the, the stochastic nature of this conversation actually lends itself to leadership. Mm-hmm. It's complex. Yeah. Caring, uh, decisive. Some people would say inspiring. And, yeah. and I would say your answer is your answer. Yeah. Uh, and Tom brought up the point when we were in the military, if we had a commander or sergeant major or team leader, or team sergeant, whoever show up, it wasn't like we had the option to hop on LinkedIn. Yeah. Find a job. <laughs> you know, I'd like to find um, a, a better leader to go serve under the next two years. It was like, wow, I have this for two years. Now, for those of you out there in the private sector, it's like pure choice back to original freedom. You know, he, he or she is the greatest choice is the freest because mm-hmm. they're where they want to be. Um, I think it's a gift to have that level of freedom that, hey, if you have a poor leader, ask yourself, you know, why are you still there? And uh, because possibility lays outside everywhere. Yeah, and just like you said, just being at choice is like, hey, yeah, this guy or this gal sucks as a leader, but I'm choosing to stay in this job. And I'm going to figure out new ways of, you know, just like we did whenever we didn't have the choice to me, because it's not just because otherwise, uh, you know, it's always that fine balance where it's going to be this cycle of, hey, good leaders, bad leaders and stuff. But I, I, I can be at choice, you know, even though like now, like you said, being out, I have the option of being like, see, sure. you know, but also it's like, nah, this is a good deal for me. This is just a sucky kind of aspect of it right now. It's like, how can I thrive in this environment? You know, and until I reach that point of suffering, like, this sucks. Like, I can't, I can't win here. You know what I mean? I can't yeah. spin it. I can't make myself, I can't convince myself that this is good. Like, hey, it's it, it, like, I know it that I need to leave now. But I think there's value in, I know there was always value in the lessons learned from us when we had to work for poor leaders. Sure. Of, we learned great skills. <laughs> We learned great skills of sure. uh, of like, okay, how do I not be all down in the dumps? This guy sucks. Have a bad attitude. Nitpick him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like be that person. How do I be like a good soldier still? And, uh, but also thrive and have the people below me thrive even though this is going on. I mean, it's... Well, I'd say in that situation, the ones we had to endure... Um, that's a better word. Endure. Yeah, endure because there's not choice. We couldn't choose, mm-hmm. you know. Yet the the two choices I, I would say that I often went to was one is um, how do I make sure that when this person leaves that it's a no-brainer that I'm getting that seat. Mm-hmm. And once I get that seat, I'm going to do what it is I know needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And I had that happen. The other one is to your point, it's like, how do I control my sphere of influence? Because right. in our world, it was back to taking care of the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, how do I make sure that I'm the only one that has to deal with this? Right. And that they get to Clean. thrive. They, yeah. they, none of this bullshit is going to get down to them. It's my job, your point, it's like, okay, I'm shielding and 
fighting, so to speak, yeah. up because I'm shielding and taking care of down, right? Yeah. Um, and that can be done out here as well uh, in the private sector, because there's plenty of times and I've seen it now and I've worked with enough people that, um, I, and I've, I've had people say to me, well, I'm staying here right now to take care of the team. Right. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Just understand that I am choosing, you are yes. choosing to endure some poor leadership, let's say for a time, cause you know, it's going to change or you're in it in the why is that you're choosing to take care of your people. Like these are friends. These are your followership. Yeah. Um, that literally, if you leave, are going like harm's going to be done. Their their life's going to get shitty, and uh, it's like that's an ab that's like admirable. Yet to Tom's point, up until a point, what that comes down to until I got to break my own rules, yes, which means I'm living incongruent, right? Yeah. I'm putting up with things or enduring uh, things that I know I don't I don't do that. Mm -hmm. So, but until then. It's absolutely taking care of people, uh, whatever your purpose is. Uh, just know that the choice is always there to lead because it's not about what everyone else is doing. Because there's times, too, in consulting, I get folks always like, picking apart, like, hey, this person, this person. It's like, hey, what are you doing? I've even had people say, hey, well, what if they don't use the leadership code after you leave? It's like, what if you do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So back to leadership is a very personal thing. It, it, yeah. it's, we are all responsible from, you know, our actions at the beginning throughout every day, whether we quote unquote, because um, you brought up before we started talking on the topic of leadership as it relates to family and friends. Mm. Right. And so there's things that work and are difficult or hard in the military. There's things that work that are difficult or hard at, at the executive level. And then like, what about when we come home? Yeah, like leading at home, you know, is a different dynamic. But for me, what comes up the right from the beginning is what we talk about, too, is don't confuse being in a position of authority as being a good leader. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so you're in the authority, at least. So just in my example, it's like, hey, by authority, you know, I'm a husband. You know what I mean? So that means I have husband authorities and I'm a father. So I have father authorities and, um, you know, I mean, am I, and it comes up to that piece of, are people following me, uh, because they have to, or because they want to, you know, and there's never a perfect balance in that, you know, especially being in leadership. Sometimes it will be that, but for my mindset as a leader is like, Hey, what are they doing? Because in the dynamic of home, uh, is much like being out of the military, you know, cause we have our military piece and then being out, you know, since we've been out and, um, but because they don't have to do what I say, I yeah. mean, they, they can begrudgingly do it and give me like, okay, you know, you know, all right. Yeah, sure. And yeah, that's dad. usually a, that's a one time, two time yeah. deal. Yeah. So it's like, wow, it's a different skill set. It's a different position. It's a different, um, mindset. Well, well different. Maybe, you know what I mean? And for me, at times there's different techniques, obviously ah. <laughs> different techniques, but it's the same, same for me is the same kind of mindset that I was like in the military, military, very different techniques. Cause I got told really quick, like, Hey, yeah, we're not in the fucking military. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, we're not your soldiers. You're not your soldiers. I'm not one <laughs> and your then students. whenever it got said that to me, I was like, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now what? Lord, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, uh, God. It's like, okay, that's a true statement. 
Um, <laughs> and I have no other techniques, you know? So again, that came back to as a leader, okay, how do I educate myself? What do I know to, about becoming a leader? Right. How do I do, how do I become a leader? Well, first I got to get educated. Well, how do I get educated? You know, well, I read books, you know, and how to be a dad, you know what I mean? How to be women from Mars and men are from Venus and what the fuck ever, you know what I mean? It's like a lot of it is BS, you know what I mean? But there's nuggets and all of that. The bigger point is that I was seeking to educate myself on being a leader in a different kind of environment. Um, mm. And so, and again, the different dynamic for me versus all the time in the military, you know, it's, it's back to all the conversations that we have is there's many things um, someone can be a great leader in the military and they totally suck in the civilian world, you know, because it's out of the context of what the military holds, you know, and uh, it's a different set of rules. And the rules, yeah. Yeah, because that was my, you know, I mean, which, you know, my first one outside of the military being in charge of people and everything. It's like, well, yeah, this person needs to get fired. And it's like, <laughs> well, yeah, you're probably right. But um, if we fire them, um, they're going to be gone. You know, I'm like, yeah. And it's like, and then they're going to sue us. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, nah. Like, that's not how it works. Oh, yeah, that's how it works. I'm like, so again, back to the home kind of thing. It's like, okay, I don't have a technique for that. So what do I do? Uh, again, back to education. I can keep running around trying to use the same rules. And, it's re- and the only person that's ridiculous is me. You know, because everybody else is just watching this idiot spin around, <laughs> you know. And so, again, it comes back to the education and mentorship, you know. I mean, that's a term that's thrown around a lot. But but truly, I see someone that, you know, has, is successful in this position I'm trying to be in. It's like, okay, hey, hey, what do you do? And then not do exactly what they said to do, but then take that information, spin it into my stuff, you know, and like, okay, how do I implement that? But it's a... Uh, you know, and it, again, it goes back to perspective. Like there's plenty of people that are totally comfortable with like their professional life and their leadership there. And everybody thinks there's a rock star and that's awesome. And they're super successful and everything. Yeah. And their kids fucking can't stand them. You know, yeah. some people were good with that and I'm not judging that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, that, hey, to each his own, like, you know, but for me, you know what I mean? It's always been like that. I'm not okay with that definitely screw it up all the time <laughs> daily but it's like but it's always making the progress yep don't do that again you know and um so anyway i was on a little roll there no yeah you're on a good <laughs> roll and there's two things that came out to me uh that you said one of the things you said was um mars and venus book and i know you actually have a bit of a story around that yeah. that i think you i would love to hear you share because it ties into the other thing i heard you say which is you went and bought a book on leadership in and around parenting or leadership in and around this and you went and talked to people and asked them how did they do it and then you've caveated all of that with and i didn't do exactly what they did yeah because what i heard was you went and got a lot of data and then you said for my situation for my family, for my wife, mm-hmm. this from that data, I'd like, I'd like to try it in this way. Yeah. If you'd pull on that thread. Oh yeah, man. Because, um, you know, like for an example, read the, the husband, wife kind of book, you know, and it's like, okay, yeah, this is what it is. And then, uh, what I found out and I tried some of those techniques and it didn't work, you know, I'm like, I read this education, you know, and, uh, it's like, what the hell, you know, so <laughs> then my lesson switch. learned afterwards is like, hey, there's not a book on Lori. That's my wife. There's no book. I mean, I got to get educated and I got to yeah. see all these techniques that I don't know. 
but it's like, so what, it, what I, so I just need to know them more. Hey, there's not a book on my sons. You, you know what I mean? There's a book of how to raise sons and there's a shitload of them, you yeah. know what I mean? And, but it's again, what you were saying is like, that's, I'm not, I'm not looking for someone to give me the answer at one time in my life I was, you know, and then I found out that that wasn't the answer for me. Yeah. Is like, I, but what I do is I gather all the intelligence, you know, I gather all the education and all that piece translated into what works for me and then try those kind of techniques, whether it's being a father, being an entrepreneur, being all of that stuff, you know I mean? I have to make it my own. Um, yeah, but it always, it goes right back to what we started the story out with, you know, I went to PLDC, I got the education, had the mentor, you know what I mean? There's like, and then he didn't tell me what to do. He just told me what, I, what I needed to do, not how not I needed how to, to do, do it. it. Yeah. That was up to me. Which was another just blessing for me from from my leaders, you know. I mean, they didn't tell me what to think; they told me they taught me how to think. You and know, why? It, yeah, and why? Like, hey, yeah, because you got to figure this out, you know. And um, so that was, I think, that touched on, you know, everything. Well, you just, yeah, I mean, you brought it, you brought it full circle, mm-hmm. you know. And what came back to me is that whether it be at home, whether it be in an office or whether it be in front of a platoon, squadron, team, whatever, the, the, the way to check your barometer in life on if you're leading people, which means you have followers, is to yeah. ask yourself in a professional environment, if you got up and left today, who on your team would go with you? Mm-hmm. If you're in a family environment or friend environment, if you say... I'm taking a vacation somewhere. I'm going to do this. Who yeah. wants, who chooses to go with me? Yeah. It's still followership is the key requirement and Absolutely. indicator of successful leadership. Yep. Right. The, the, the key indicator is that, and then I've reminded folks of that, and I used to remind myself of that. And some of the greatest compliments I ever got paid as a leader was when, primarily whenever I had the troop out at work and guys that I put through the Q course or guys that I would, would be in group with said, I want to come there because I want to, I want to work for you. I want to be led yeah. by you. Um, or if you leave, I'm going with you, Scotty. Yeah. It, those statements, right. And, and everything. And so, and then that's no different than, um, whenever my kids are excited to go on vacation with me, they're excited to sit down and shoot a game of pool with me. It's mm-hmm. like, I know they want to be there. And so <clears throat> as leaders, Ask yourself at home with your friends at work, if you were to put the announcement up, I'm leaving, who's going? Mm-hmm. Be honest. And then you got your answer on, on how leadership is. And if I do the same to myself, I'll get my answer. Yeah. And it came came to mind. Sorry, Nate. And then uh, it came to mind because we haven't even chimed in with you. It came to mind for me uh, what Derek uh, had said, a buddy, buddy of mine, that his dad had told him. Um, and that was, is that I will risk you hating me. This is father and son he said, I will risk you hating me than to send you into this world unprepared. Wow. Boom. Yeah, man. And I, I again, that was third hand information yeah. for me. And because what was coming up for me when you were talking was, is that, you know, we're talking about all the kind of the feel good and the, and the good side of, of what we're seeing as leadership with that even me being as caring as I can be and knowing people are appreciated and all that stuff. 
there comes a time as leaders, like we always talked about, especially in high performance organizations where leadership, you know what I mean? is like an EKG, you know what I mean? Where it's kind of just up and down and all of a sudden there's a spike, you know, and that spike is decision time, you know, because, Hey, a decision has to be made. Hey, make that decision. Not everybody's going to like it. It's impossible. Um, in my experience for everyone to be like, Oh, awesome. You know what I mean? Some of them are going to be like, awesome, but then others are going to be upset, you know, but again, if I've done my job, they should be like, man, I'm pissed that you just made that decision. I don't understand it. Um, it might, but it might I trust be, you. They might be, they, they do understand it. They don't agree with it because either way, I, maybe well, both. Well, or, and I, and I will happily speak on your behalf in this case and that you make that decision. You let them know why. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, yeah. so they, every they, decision they, they, is a why. Know, I mean, yeah, so you make that spike, right, it is a leadership decision because someone has to take response that leader's responsible. Mm-hmm. So, and a responsible leader that cares, to your point, made the decision, explains to the people why. And the reason why not everyone's going to like it and it's impossible is because that decision is made around mission focus and the greater good. Yeah. So, not everyone's part of the greater good, but within the greater good, there's going to be people that don't like it. Yeah. Right? But as long as as long as the why is given it's been made with the greater good in mind and in that moment you have the ability to sit alone and be okay with people being pissed at you yeah no different than that father is okay with their with his son being mad at him yeah because because and i'm glad you brought that up because we want people to ask why as the leader i know that you are as the leader that i am is like hey people are going to be pissed i want someone to say like hey man why did you make that decision? Okay, boom. I've got the why because I've already thrashed it. You know what I mean? Because uh, especially yeah. big decisions like, yep, thrash, thrash, thrash. And there's been times making those decisions. Obviously, decision um, then implies action. Action is taken. Sometimes I've found that those decisions were wrong. <laughs> but as a leader, I have to make those decisions, you know, as we have. But always explaining the why. You know, and then owning it, obviously, you know, I mean, as, as far as us, never blame game, but that's. Well, that's obvious to us. Obvious to us. And, and, and it's a severe yeah. shortfall in a lot of Because some people, some leaders that we've seen is like uh, to be questioned. It's because they're weak ass leaders. Um, but to be questioned is like uh, you're questioning my authority. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, uh, and for us being like solid and leaders and who we are, yeah. it's like. No, man, we, we want you to question because that keeps us in check, too, because we're not perfect. You know what I mean? And to put a leader on a pedestal is it would be the stupidest thing you've ever done in your life. And I've done it. You know what yeah. I mean? I've done it because they're humans, man. You know what I mean? Like they always say, like, hey, don't ever meet your hero. <laughs> you ever heard people say that? You know, because what you find out is that they're human. You know what I mean? I put them on this pedestal and stuff. But, I mean, the older I've gotten, the more experience and everything, you know, it's like, hey, I understand that that people aren't perfect, you know, I'm going to still have people not on pedestals, but held in high regard, but also knowing that, I mean, they're human, like they have shit going on in their lives, they have tragedies happen, you know, I mean, everything happens, and for me to expect them to be like on all the time, not in the human experience.